Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Welcome to the Launch Your Live Show podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you launch that live show that you've been thinking about. And so my name is Christian Karasevich, and I'm joined by Jem Fuse. And, you know, live video, it's one of those things where you have to have a strategy, you have to have the right equipment or at least good equipment to get started, you know, but then how do you actually decide which platform you need to use? There are so many live streaming platforms out there, you know, and Jim, you and I talked about this beforehand, but you are going to have to kiss a few frogs before you choose the right live streaming platform. You know, it depends on whether you're going to be, for example, at a desk, are you going to be just yourself on the show? Is your show designed around having a co-host? Are you going to be bringing guests on Are you going to be mobile as well? So there's a lot that needs to be taken into consideration on how to choose the right live streaming platform. And what we want to do today, Gemini, is we want to help demystify which live streaming platform you need to use. So I'm going to turn it over to Jen to walk us through the different live streaming platforms that you need to look into. So Jen, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Christian. And and you bring up a great point. Uh, You know, we've all kiss those frogs and uh, whether you think you found your prince or princess, this, the problem sometimes is even once you found your prince or princess, things happen. Uh, several years ago, there was a really famous platform called Blab that people loved. Mm-hmm. And then Blab just decided one day to go the way of the dodo bird and uh, people were just kind of left scrambling and they weren't even able to necessarily take their old content. Uh, there were just a lot of things that happened with that. And so you really run into... I like to break it down into three general categories of where you can live stream and and what we're really going to focus on. And so the first area is really, we think about, as we like to call it, going live native on the different social platforms, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter via Periscope, you know, Twitch, Mm -hmm. uh, LinkedIn Live for those people to get access. So you can go live directly on these platforms but there's some pros and there's some cons to that. And so when we think about the pros is since you're going live natively, they're going to give you the best reach theoretically mm-hmm. as far as the algorithm is concerned. Yeah. But you're also probably going to be limited in the tools aspect, you know, the number of guests that you can bring on, the ability to screen share, these are all things you're going to have to take into consideration. And even though sometimes they may say that they have that, you will find that it's not quite what you had hoped for. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Christian? So I think overall, I mean, it's, you know, it's really, like I said at the beginning, like you are going to have to try out a lot of different platforms. You know, when we started our show, Social Chatter, I've tried pretty much every single thing. I started out with just Blab and I was like, okay, I, I liked like certain parts of 
the software. But then, as you mentioned, you do have to scramble. And, you know, Blab decided, well, hey, we're going to change things. And so that makes it really hard to actually be consistent with your show. And I think at the time, Facebook, for example, I can't even remember. It's been so long ago. If they actually had Facebook Live yet, I think they did. But they didn't have, for example, the ability to bring on guests. So if it was just me on camera, hey, Facebook Live, the native option would work just great. But because I wanted to actually structure my show about, around bringing on a co-host at the time, you know, I needed to look for a different platform, you know, and so it does make it hard to get some consistency because the goalpost is constantly changing. Now, fortunately, obviously, fast forward, there's quite a few social media uh, platforms. Now they're all, you know, tapping into live video, or at least offering an option, but they aren't offering all the same features, I think. So um, for me, you know, I think it's it's first like, hey, what do I actually want the you know, what's my show going to be about and which tool is going to help, you know, me get that show out there. And I think that to me is the key point there. It's like uh, using an example of like somebody who wants to build a house. If they need to hammer a nail, they're not going to pick up a screwdriver. For example, they're going to pick the right tool to help them do the job. And, you know, sometimes that's the manual hammer and sometimes, hey, that's the more expensive uh, hammer that will, you know, basically put the nail in the wood for you and do the hammering with the push of a button. So, you know, you do have to uh, take into consideration all those things when you are choosing the right live streaming platform. Yeah. And I think another thing to consider as well, uh, and we'll go into this in the future episodes, is there's some things you need to think about as far as when you set yourself up to go live on these different platforms. And for me, specifically, like with Facebook, that if you choose to go live on your personal profile, you're really going to limit yourself and what you can do with that video after the fact. And we'll get into things like, you know, the actual insights and tracking it, you know, because data is obviously important because if people aren't seeing your video, you're not seeing how long it's being watched and things of that nature. That's uh, something you're going to want to know as far as measuring the success as you, in a sense, like with your, you know, what is your goal with your show? But uh, that kind of leads into the next uh, the next thing, which is really there's some really powerful third party tools that integrate with these social platforms that uh, we both have used different ones. I mm-hmm. think uh, I, I started out with BeLive and then I shifted over to StreamYard. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a Mac only user, a, another great program is Ecamm. Mm-hmm. But you also have to remember that each one of these platforms that I just mentioned is going to have kind of its ups and downs for how you bring on your guest, what you're able to do in the background mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that, Christian? So going back to the first part. So like if I decide, you know what, I have Facebook live, I have Instagram live, I have LinkedIn live, I've got YouTube live. If I want to go native and I don't necessarily want to get my content, you know, basically simulcasted, which is, putting it on one platform and then pushing out to other ones. You know, like if I want to start out and I want to go native on all the platforms, Facebook, all these platforms, they want to reward you for going native on their site. Meaning I just publish on Facebook. I don't use a third party tool. Now with that, uh, what's going to actually end up happening, you know, kind of as Jim mentioned, I mean, is you're going to actually lose some functionality that you might want. I was saying lose. You won't even get that functionality. For example, if I want to do a Facebook Live on a Facebook page or a Facebook group, you know, I get some benefit there 
from Facebook because I get the added reach, but I don't get the ability, for example, to bring on a guest. So it comes down to the type of show you run, you know, being able to do that, like besides just being on camera, like that's one thing you need to consider. Now, switching over to these third party tools, there's a lot out there. As you mentioned, you switched from, I think it was what you had BeLive at one point. We got Blab, which obviously no longer exists. BeLive's still there. Uh, we currently use StreamYard for social chatter, but also like we've used ones. I've used Crowdcast before. I've used Crowdfire as well. Like ones that actually don't exist either because they've basically been acquired. Now, uh, the benefit to using any of these third-party platforms is that they will add in functionality. So for example, if I want to simulcast to Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn Live from one broadcast, without, which basically means I don't have to actually go and copy the URL and paste on the channels, it all goes directly out to my audience, I'm going to get diminished reach but what I'm going to get is I'm going to get a lot more tools behind the scenes that you can use to run the show. And these are doing really cool things such as bringing up a lower third graphic over top. For example, it brings up your name. It might then have a, maybe a scrolling bar along the bottom that you can control. In addition to that, you can add things such as an intro video, an outro video, control the background, and so much more. And so that's like those are web-based third-party tools. Now, the other part right. we should also probably talk about, I guess, is a more expensive tool. So if you're somebody and you want to use, you know, like you want high-end production, you could use a tool such as Wirecast. Now, this tool, for example, it's a very expensive tool. It is different from the web-based ones because it basically requires, you know, having a lot of expensive hardware versus the smaller ones. They're basically browser-based. You can go live directly from the browser without having to actually uh, you know have all this really expensive hardware it puts some of the you know puts some of the responsibility on the provider so you can go from your you know your BeLives your StreamYards your uh, Crowdcast you can go from those directly up to a Wirecast which is a much more expensive product you also get VMix as well which is another one that requires a pretty substantial amount of hardware um, so are there any others I've left? Obviously, we mentioned Ecamm. Ecamm is a software-based one that's Mac only. So it does depend on, you know, what, what kind of user are you and what kind of features do you need? Um, what do you think about those, Jim? No, I think that's a really, you know, really good uh, cross-section. And I think, you know, we'll go into more detail on each one of these different right. platforms in future episodes because really there's so many different nuances. Uh, you know, even as an example, you know, you could bring people on on some of these third-party tools and record your session without actually going live and still be able to take that video. And then a couple of them have it built in, like you were talking about. The fact that you can multi-stream allows you to not then have to, like, say, take a Facebook Live, download the video, upload it to one of your other channels. And so you really got to think about, it goes back to what we've said since the beginning of our, our uh this podcast mm -hmm. uh, with episode zero and one is what is your goal with mm -hmm. producing these videos? Right. And so, you know, if you, you are just throwing stuff out there and trying to figure out what sticks, you know, that might work early on, but at some point you're going to find out, you know, do I really need to be on this channel if my target audience isn't there? And, and that may give you some options to, to consider in the future. Uh, and so I, I think, uh, 
those are some really good points there on on the uh, on the third party tools. I mean, anything that you want to add? I will say, I mean, if you haven't checked out episode two, which we talked about how to choose the right format for your live video show, you know, that's at launch your live sorry, launcher.live forward slash EP2. You know, I definitely recommend you check that episode out because that's where we talk about, you know, the different types of live shows that you can create, you know, whether it is, and this is a starting point, like it's, you know, am I going to be the only person on the live video? Am I going to have a guest on? How much time commitment can I make to this project? You know, and all of that really dictates how you choose which live streaming platform you use. And as we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, you know, it's the fact that you're going to have to kiss a whole bunch of frogs before you find your Prince Charming. And I say this because when I started social chatter, I started on Blab and then I moved into various other platforms as they evolved. And then I finally settled on one that I really like. And that's what we use right now is StreamYard. And, you know, the thing is the reason I, like I said, you have to kiss a few frogs to find the Prince Charming, I guess, in this. It's the fact that like, yeah, I had to actually spend money on all of these different platforms before getting to the right one. In some cases, I actually, I signed up for a year and then another platform came out that was much better. And I immediately was like, well, hey, you know what? This is so much better. It's going to take out some of the pain points that I have. And I immediately basically gave up the subscription. So, you know, you do have to consider that when you're choosing the live streaming platform. You know, other things also that I think are really key here, you know, it's the fact that you also have to think about like mobile. If you are going to be a mobile user or you want to be a mobile live video user, it is actually very hard to do live video from a phone. But there are other pieces of software that you can use as well to go live, such as uh, let's see. Do you know? Do you have a couple of hands, Jim? I mean, the, the one I really can think of, but it's you still have to start it off a computer. I know StreamYard. You can yep. go live mm-hmm. um, on a mobile device, or, you know, at least as a guest. But there is a way to, you know, kind of trick people into thinking that you're just using the one device. Uh, right. But that that's a little bit more complicated. But I I really have stayed away from that because I just feel like. As much as the mobile is fun to do for some people, I think you really limit your capabilities. You definitely do, you know, and, um, you know, and that's something that people have to consider. I mean, if you're going to do a live show, you know, it, it really comes down to this. You need to start what's your budget. So each one of these pieces of software, the only ones that are free are Facebook and Instagram and YouTube live and LinkedIn live. Like those are free. However, now when you want some bells and whistles, you're going to have to jump up to a software-based tool. And, you know, a software-based tool, it runs through your web browser, but hey, they do still require the same hardware. And we'll talk more about hardware later on, but they go through your web browser for the most part, or in some cases they do need expensive hardware to be able to run, you know, and um, that's a lot that you have to consider. I mean, it's like, okay, if I'm going to bring in guests, like what one do I need to use? And I'd say this, I mean, for me, I would, so for us, I use StreamYard, but I also use Ecamm Live. So I use Ecamm Live and I use that one for certain parts because, you know, it has some hotkey support, for example. So if I'm running the show, I can quickly toggle between different scenes that I've set up. It has the ability to actually record uh, directly to the hard drive on the computer. So if I want to take that video and repurpose it on other channels, you know, great way to do that as well. And then in addition, obviously, it has the ability to do live video to directly to say Facebook and other platforms. 
you know, lots of stuff you have to consider. But hey, that's actually a tool that uh, it does take. Uh, it actually, you know, it's a monthly service as well. It's a subscription service. So that's one thing you have to think about as well. Like each of these platforms, they have typically a free tier. They're going to have, you know, a beginner tier, and then they're going to have an expensive or a more expensive tier that's going to add functionality and let you stream to multiple profiles or multiple accounts. Let's let's uh, phrase it that way. You know, there's a lot you have to consider. And then, Jim, I think there's a there's a third category. Is it there? Like, so we talked about there like is. native. And, and one of the right? things with these first two sure. categories we've talked about, we're really talking about you're on rented land, right? Mm-hmm. You don't own any of these platforms and right. they could cut you off at the knees and then there's you have no recourse. Okay. So the third category is really there's there's ways to go live where you're owning the content from the get-go. And it may also go back to what is your purpose? And so these this third category um, is we really like to call live streaming to self-hosted type platforms. These are companies like Zoom, uh, mm-hmm. Vimeo, Skype, BlueJeans, where you're recording it yourself. You own it. Uh, there's, there's definitely going to be a fee for it. But you're also going to have to really explore because each one of these is different in functionality. As an example, Zoom is a great program for doing live, say, one-on-one or one-to-many group type stuff. And you can screen share and you can record. But you're not going to get the same functionality that you do on some of these live shows where you can, as an example, share people's comments on the screen for everyone to see because they have more of a chat bot. So they're more of a communication type live streaming. They're really good for teams, for remote work. uh, And and that's the same with uh, where Vimeo, uh, I haven't played with the Vimeo live yet, but that's another one that really got a lot of functions and, and they do have an RMTP functionality. So you could use some of these tools like StreamYard to actually go live in the Vimeo, but that's, that's something more of an advanced topic for people. Yeah. Uh, but, but also just, there's a lot, a lot to be said for these other tools. If you're wanting to go live, but you're not necessarily wanting to go live for the purpose of being on a social media platform. Yeah. And I, I think that's a great point, actually. I mean, we talked, you know, how there's native video. We talked about how there's third-party tools, you know, ones that are web-based ones that are, actual software you download to your machine and your show is basically run through your computer. And then there's obviously other ones we just talked about. You know, we talked about the Vimeos, you know, where basically when you're using something like that, they're doing all the hosting for you and it's going up on their, you know, it's going up on their channel, but they do, it's a company that does video. You know, you have a lot of options you need to consider. Now, overall, I mean, I want to get your take, Jim, you know, if I were getting started, let's talk. Let's let's talk uh, beginner, intermediate, advanced. So if I'm getting started and I want to run a live show, uh, what do you think? What do you think I should start with? I, I actually would say because it's going to give you a little bit of extra support. I would start with Streamyard because okay. Streamyard has a free plan. So even though I might want to go live on Facebook, even if it's live by myself, mm-hmm. Streamyard will allow you to connect to your Facebook page, uh, or even your profile, if that's what you choose. And yeah. it's just going to give you that little bit of extra functionality to make you look professional. So that's my, my best, you know, starting point, I think for people to do, you know, I mean, what are your thoughts? Um, so I think overall, I mean, if I were getting started and like I said, I mean, you have to look at which platform you're going to, you're going to spend the most time on, like if Facebook's your thing, you know, you don't want to put money into ads and things like that. 
you know, going native is, you know, it's a good way to kind of test the waters, but you can do that with a third-party tool. And for me, I think I would, honestly, I'd go with StreamYard as well. And I'd go with StreamYard for the fact that it has different tiers. So for example, if I want to get started, I give them, you know, I'd use the trial. And then I start maybe broadcasting one, maybe two channels at the most, because again, you have to get the hang of it. Because for example, if you're talking to your audience and you're like, hey, you know what? Thanks for joining us on Facebook, but hey, oh, you're also on YouTube. You have to incorporate that into your script, which we'll talk about script writing later on. Um, it is something you do have to keep in mind. So like, I personally, I like the fact that I can move from beginner, intermediate, advanced. So it grows with my needs. So that's where I would go if I were going with definitely a beginner setup. Now let's talk intermediate, Jim. Where would you go if you're an intermediate user? Wow. So, so intermediate, I think that's uh, where you really start taking a look at, uh, like, I think Ecamm is a very powerful program. Uh, if you're a Mac user, of course, that's, that would be the downside. But, I, but even for intermediate users, I think that StreamYard uh, continues to be a good player in that regards. And I think, uh, you know, you, this is where you're really starting to think about the multi-streaming. And so you might even use a program like Restream.io, which allow you to multi-stream. Uh, you are going to have once again some of these, the pros and cons that we'll we'll talk about in some future episodes. But I think those are really good intermediate programs. And I think you know you really got the uh, kind of hit earlier on the advanced. And uh, if you want to talk more about Wirecast, yeah. So I mean, I would say for my intermediate option, I would personally I'd go with Streamyard as well, uh, Streamyard or an Ecam Live. Again, I mean, it comes down to how you want to broadcast and where you want to broadcast and, you know, functionality. So for example, if I want to do a show where it's bringing in people, StreamYard works fantastic for that. I mean, we do that for, for social chatter and it's very easy to bring people in, very easy to invite a guest. I can manage everything behind the scenes, you know, with Ecamm, again, another fantastic tool. This is one where you actually have to install the software on your system though. So you have to keep that in mind depending on, you know, what kind of computer you want to use, whether you want to use something such as a Chromebook that only runs on the web or runs web-based applications versus, you know, using a PC or a Mac. So you do have to keep that in mind. So that's where I'd go from an intermediate standpoint. Now let's talk advanced. So um, I'd put Wirecast in the advanced mode. And the reason is this. So if you're somebody who wants to go live on, you know, multiple platforms at once, you have a significant amount of hardware. So you're not just, you're not using a Chromebook, but you're using a MacBook Pro or even a desktop PC. You know, you're going to want to probably use a Wirecast or a Vimeo for that. You know, and the reason I say a Wirecast is a Wirecast has to be entirely built from scratch. So basically, you know, they, you, you build each scene that you want to bring in. So it's not one person saying, well, hey, I'm going to quickly join and bring on an individual person into my show. Wirecast is like, well, yeah, I want to bring in multiple people, but I have everything literally built behind the scenes uh, from scratch. And to me, you know, like it's a great piece of software, but you do have to take into consideration all of the hardware. And typically that's going to be what people who are running like real live events, we're talking like big conferences, you know, those uh, big conferences, sporting events, all that sort of thing. They're typically running it through a piece of that kind of software, but they're using the hardware as well, not just a computer. There's a lot of other 
um, pieces of hardware you can use. Uh, I'd say, you know, for advanced, I definitely say uh, Wirecast or even the Vimeo option. The Vimeo option, you know, again, it's a little more complex. There's more to set up. So it's not plug and play necessarily. Um, but those are what I would go with from an advanced standpoint. How about you? Anything you want to add? No, I mean, there is there is one program, too, we didn't really talk about, and it's really more of a multi-camming feature, and that would be Switcher Studio. Yes. Uh, but Switcher Studio is uh, really meant for people that are going to be using multiple uh, Apple devices. It, it really is looking more for, for the, kind of those phones and iPad-type setups. Uh, so you're not going to see a lot of people doing live streams, but I think going back to your event stuff, that may be where something like Switcher Studio would be uh, be another option for people to consider. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think Switcher Studio also is really good for the mobile option as well. So if you if you want to have multiple cameras, that's a good option to go with. But again, it's also about scaling up. It's not about oh, I want to start at the top and I want to have you know five cameras. Like there's a lot. Like some people just don't perform well in front of a camera. Uh, so you know, and there's a lot that goes into it. So you can't just like start streaming and then expect, oh, hey, everybody's going to tune in. They're going to take a look at it and say, well, hey, there's certain things that don't really work with this. Uh, so you do have to take, you know, or maybe the quality is not going to be there. So you have to keep that in mind. Uh, it's They're all good tools. It's just about finding the right tool that's going to work for you. So for example, if I'm going to use a Switcher Studio, I might have nine iPhones or iPads set up. Like that's one thing I have to look into. If, for example, if mobile is something I want uh, to go with, but Again, it also goes with having uh, somebody to run the show behind the scenes and all that sort of thing as well. So there's a lot you do have to consider uh, for choosing the right live streaming platform. Again, also looking at it from a cost standpoint, if I'm going to go with you know some of like the native ones are free. If I'm going to jump up to the third party ones, you know how much do those run a month, Jim? Well, some of them have a have a free version, uh, but okay. it's kind of the same thing. Like I think uh, Zoom Pro right now, I think runs about fourteen ninety nine, and you can have up to a hundred people right. join in, mm -hmm. and it and it'll let you record your sessions as well, so you can download it, repurpose it, and uh, you know, and and that may be some of the things that you do sometimes is you you cut some of these up and you share it on your other platforms so that people can then come to watch the full episode if that's your that's your goal but uh, they're, they're all they're really all over the place as far as cost they definitely are you know and like then if you go up to the advanced options you know it really comes down to what your what your needs are if i want to go with like a vimeo uh, live streaming platform i think what i think that's what about 50 dollars a month is that right jim mm -hmm. yeah i think that one's right. 50 dollars a month if i go to switcher studio and switcher studio you know gives me the mobile option, you know, it starts at like $31 a month. This is obviously, this is on the annual plan, but it can go all the way up to $280 a month, depending on how many guests you want to bring in, you know, how many user accounts that you need as well. So like it can get to be very expensive, very pricey. And you have to think about this. We haven't even gotten to, you know, talking about how do you get a sponsor for your show or things like that. So, you know, out the gate, you might be investing four or five, uh, even a few thousand dollars just to get a live show out there. So again, my, my advice is going to be scale up. So basically start off with, you know, maybe the try the native option and see if that actually fits your needs. Again, do some testing. We're also here to help, but uh, go with that option first and then decide to jump into some of these different 
softwares that are available because again, they all have features and benefits that can help you. Uh, I would definitely recommend also, by the way, if you have any questions on this, you can go to launchyour.live forward slash EP5. And basically that's gonna take you to a blog post where you can just ask us questions. Like if you have any questions about certain streaming platforms that you're considering, go there, leave your questions. We're happy to answer them. Again, it's also though about getting you started. So we don't want you to get stuck on, well, you know what? I haven't had a chance to properly compare all of these. Talk to us, ask us, you know, well, hey, this is my show and we can give you, we're happy to give you advice on which one that we would recommend. Uh, or if you're considering ones, let us know. Uh, so that's going to do it for uh, this episode of the Launcher Live Show podcast. Again, we talked about how to choose a live streaming platform, and you can check out the full article on this with all the show notes, all the links to all the tools that we talked about, so you don't have to take notes and write all them down. Just go to launcher.live forward slash EP5. We'll see you all next week. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.